Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning life coach and mentor, two times best-selling author, law of attraction YouTuber, speaker, and badass entrepreneur. My mission is to awaken and inspire women to turn their dream life into an abundant reality and to help them create their positively wealthy life full of abundance, happiness, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass podcast this week. So today, when I was tuning in of like, what do I want to talk about today? I really felt the power of affirmations was, well, deserved its own podcast episode. And specifically, what I want to focus on with affirmations is what they are, obviously how you can use them, how you and where you can get some affirmations from, and also as well, where people tend to go wrong with affirmations and why they don't work for people. So obviously with the title, this is why your affirmations aren't working. And I think affirmations are definitely something that people find really early on in their spiritual journey, their sort of law of attraction path, and they get really excited, they get really into them. And then I have I've lost count of the amount of people who message me or come to my client sessions or or even in the membership who say like, you know, I'm really struggling with my affirmations. I've been repeating them 55 times five every single day for five days. Nothing's happening. Um, I feel awful when I repeat my affirmations. Nothing's shifted. Nothing's changed. Affirmations aren't working for me. I just don't understand why they work for people, but not for me. So if this sounds like you, this is the podcast for you. And I'm gonna give you some tips on affirmations in general and just enhance your affirmation practice with the law of attraction and manifesting. But first of all, just a gentle reminder that this is the last week for the doors to the manifestation membership to be open. This is my exclusive monthly membership that has been running for 25 months already, if you can believe it, over two years now. And it's just such a beautiful, magical place where everything that I do and give you on my free channels goes so much deeper. Each month you have a topic on a law of attraction and spirituality themed topic. And in that topic, you get a really extensive workbook. You get a deep meditation from myself. You get a mantra for the month. So an affirmation, ironically, you get a industry expert workshop with world-class experts each and every month, as well as me. And also you get a training video from me, a half an hour training video. And you also get an hour's group coaching call 
each month. New moon and full moon circles and quarterly you get equinox and solstice manifesting rituals and ceremonies too. You each quarter, just by being a member of the membership, get entered into exclusive exciting competitions like to win a one-to-one session with me worth over £300, which is not offered anywhere else and all really exciting stuff. There's so much in there and you can access 25 all the 25 topics we've done so far, you can access all of that instantly at any time. So you don't just sign up and get this month January's topic, you get all previous topics. And we have covered so much in the membership over the last two years. Things like astrology, numerology, self-love, limiting beliefs and fears, inner child work, EFT, uh, purpose, angels, crystals, um, divine feminine, divine masculine, law of attraction themes. We have covered basically everything. But do you know what? I've actually got some really exciting topics and themes coming up in this year too, which are brand new. And I'm so excited to bring them into the membership as well. So the doors are open, like I said, for this week only. So if you do want to say hell yes, and you feel like I want more of this, I want Emma to help and guide me in a, you know, in a really accessible and affordable group setting. I want Emma to help me manifest my dreams this year. I do want to manifest my dreams and I want to remove those limiting beliefs and block and resistance and I want to feel good and have a spiritual queen community that support me and oh my god the queens in there are phenomenal like the support is unreal like they hold one another they create such beautiful space so if you want a really positive community and it's brilliant because it's on its own app as well so it's like a positive social media platform full of law of attraction full of goodness and you can come and be your authentic self meet some amazing people connect with me I'm there supporting and guiding you each step of the way and it's brilliant because you can dm the other queens dm me you know you, you, it's basically like a social media platform it's fantastic so you can see where everyone is see if anybody's near you and meet up in person um and you know you have your own profile as well so you can put your links to what you do in there and obviously promote your work so there is so much and we've added so many amazing new things for this year as well we've added an exciting directory of all the best people in the industry to work with for each and everything you could possibly need like reiki life coaching counseling um lucid dreaming like anything you can think of we've put the best contacts in there of who to work with and even business contacts as well. So if you're a business queen and you have your own business, then I've put all the contacts that I know and love and the people that I work with and all my recommendations for absolutely everything. So that's just a little bit extra we added in this year to say a big thank you to all of our queens and to help them even further. So there's so much in there. I'm just not giving it justice. I've just covered the tip of the iceberg. So if you do want to learn more about the manifestation membership, the link will be in the description below. Like I said, this week, the doors close and um, they won't open again until May and then in September again so we only open them three times a year so if you want to say yes to manifestation goodness this year and make this your most abundant year yet then the opportunity is there I will put the link below and I can't wait to welcome you in there queen we've had so many amazing queens join us this intake already and it's been so lovely getting to know them so lovely to connect and I can't wait to work with all of you this year so thank you and I'm excited to do another year in the membership how mad how quickly the time has gone right 
So gentle reminder over, <laughs> now to the affirmation bit guys. I just have to say that at the beginning, otherwise I'm gonna forget. And then by the time I get to the end, I'm gonna think, oh my God, I haven't even said about the membership yet. So I just like to get that out of the way in the beginning because then you know, I know I've said it and all is well in the world. So <laughs> affirmation itself, all is well. And interestingly, actually, my last necklace that I had, um, my rock and roll necklace. So I've had a couple of rock and roll necklaces over the years because I love them. They're my crystal necklace. If you watch any of my videos, you'll see me um, with this necklace on. And my clear quartz one that I've had most recently, I had engraved into it by rock and roll all as well because not only do I love working with crystals, not only do I love working with you know, crystal jewelry and affirmations, etc. Mantras, I really feel, are super important as well. So I wanna bring mantras into this episode as well. Yes, bring those mantras in because mantras are equally as beneficial. So let's bring mantras into this as well, absolutely into the equation. So I had that engraved in because that's the energy that I wanted to set with that necklace, with the necklace's support and with that crystal to, you know, create all as well in my life. Um, so I'm a big one and I suppose my body represents that as well. I have tattoos, 16 if you could believe it. Um, they're all quite little ones. Um, over my body where I have mantras and sayings way before I was spiritual, I had these done as well, which is kind of ironic. So I have little mantras and sayings tattooed as well. Now I'm not saying you need to go out and have a tattoo, definitely not, that's personal preference. Um, but it's just interesting how mantras and affirmations have really played a part in my um, manifestation journey and in my spiritual awakening and evolution as well. So what are affirmations and mantras? So affirmations, we'll start off with that, is really statements. I like to call them statements as well. They are statements that, because as we know, the law of attraction, our words create our reality, right? Um, I do believe energy trumps that personally. That's just my personal opinion on it. Um, because I think the reason, and I wanna bring this into it because it's just an interesting talking point to give some awareness of why I think um, energy trumps words sometimes because when we're saying words, we can joke and say, oh my God, I joked about that and it happened. But really what happened was your energy, right? So when people joke about, oh my God, I said that and then it happened, we really have to look at the energy behind that, right? Whereas when we experience things in our life or manifest situations we're experiencing, it's all reacting to or reflecting, should I say, to our vibration. So I think it's really important to highlight that because I think a lot of the time in the self-help sphere and the spirituality sphere, when people first come across affirmations and mantras, it's like, you must speak positive words. You must not say anything negative or bad things will happen. And like, you know, the grim reaper will just appear from the ground and be like, you have said a bad word. Here is bad energy. No, like just put, no. <laughs> Maybe that's an extreme example there, but no, definitely not. And I think this falls into toxic positivity. Um, well, it does. It does fall into toxic positivity. There's no argument about it. It does. And it's harmful because I definitely felt in the beginning of my journey, I couldn't honor a lot of my feelings or emotions because, or my trauma even, that was coming up because, like the inner work because I felt I had to be positive all the time. I felt I had to say positive things all the time, be positive all the time. If I dared say one truthful thing about how I felt or voiced my feelings or emotions, no matter whether they were positive or sad, like bad things would happen. And I think, you know, 
This is where a lot of the issues come from of, you know, suppressing feelings, pushing things down and it getting louder. And what I find is that when in the past I have pushed things down or I have thought, no, no, come on, just think positive, ignore that thought, it gets louder and it gets louder and it gets louder, right? Like I'm sure everybody listening to this right now is like, "Mm mm-hmm, absolutely. And it can be really frustrating because you're like, for God's sake, just go away. And I wanna reassure you that this is your inner child speaking. Our inner critic, our ego, I believe is our inner child. And the negative thoughts, or if you're saying an affirmation, and you know, I literally saw a lady say this on my Instagram this morning, that um, she says affirmations and then instantly her ego says afterwards, like, no, you're not. Or like, you know, really sarcastic negative things. And this is the inner child. Now I wanna get to on later on why that lady's inner critic, inner child is saying that and what you can do if that's happening to you. But first of all, we really need to understand where it's coming from and also some of the issues that people can have with affirmations. So I feel like I've gone on a tangent. I was just explaining what an affirmation is, wasn't I? Okay, let me circle back to that. So affirmations are really, Um, statements as such of energy. So when we say an affirmation, it's an intention as such. It's a bit like manifesting. So the reason why people use affirmations to aid their manifestings, their manifestings, their intentions, I can't speak today, clearly. The reason why people use affirmations to assist their manifesting process, that's much better said. Um, Much better said, oh my gosh, I'm just gonna give up, honestly. (laughs) The reason why, I'm just gonna carry on. It's Monday, guys. So the reason why people use affirmations to aid their manifestation process is really because it enhances it, essentially. So when we've set our intentions, we use affirmations to then help that process or positively guide that process into fruition by embodying that energy. So affirmations are great to use for embodiment. They're great to use to help you to become that version of yourself. So I see affirmations as a manifestation tool. I see them as one, an intention, but also a great tool to actually manifest. So I think, you know, I feel like we all should be using affirmations because they are so powerful and mantras too. Um, But people use them primarily for that manifestation process to help bring their dreams into fruition by affirming that reality. So affirmations are in present tense. So they are very much, well, I always think you have two types of affirmations. You have your I am affirmations, which tends to be focused around, um, you know, like I am strong, I am beautiful. So it's more like affirming what you wish to be. So you would say like, you know, I am worthy and deserving of love. So, you know, like you would set that intention or say that affirmation to feel worthy and deserving of love and embody that. You also have manifesting affirmations. So you have your emotional affirmations, which I call them, which is your I ams. And then you also have your manifesting affirmations, which could be, for example, now I've got to pluck one from the top of my head. It could be, um, I, you could use I am still definitely. So you could say like, I am, oh, I am really fulfilled in my new career with amazing people around me. So say if you were manifesting a job, you could use an affirmation like that to then embody the energy of having that job, but it almost it always must be in present tense. So you don't always have to start them as I am if they're manifesting affirmations. That's just the example that came into my head as I said that. Um, so affirmations can be really powerful for this. So mantras then. So mantras are very similar to affirmations. They have the same sort of meaning and obviously, you know, why we use them. But I really see mantras as not necessarily long-winded sentences, but more one word, 
or maybe a theme or energy that you wish to experience. So I spoke about this on the podcast a few weeks ago about setting a mantra for 2022, how to set the energy of a mantra and why mantras are important. So mantras and affirmations kind of go hand in hand. Mantras can definitely be things like, you know, um, I am a money magnet. They're very similar to affirmations, basically. (laughs) I don't think there's a ton of difference in them. Um, I just personally, how I use them is a little bit different. So if I want to manifest something or embody something, uh, well, actually, no, if I want to manifest something, I'll use affirmations. If I want to embody something, I'll probably use a mantra. So more like a one word rather than a, I am strong and beautiful. I would just be embodying that energy of, okay, if I want to feel beautiful, for example, what is that acceptance maybe? So I actually want to use or embody the mantra of acceptance. So you can use it either or, there's no right or wrong, that's just you know how I use it as an example or how I would teach it to my clients, etc. So that's how I personally work with affirmations and mantras. So there's so many amazing benefits to working with them. You know, the benefits are that they're a great easy way to embody energy easily because you're just speaking, you know, saying an affirmation, um, you know, once a day in the mirror or whatever um, can be a really easy and practical way to manifest and to to embody things. So it's great to use mantras every morning. It's great to use mantras for or affirmations for the day ahead. So it doesn't always have to be for your big long-term big goals. They can actually be of just how you want to feel today. So, you know, you could say, today I am feeling happy, grounded and safe as an example. Um, so again, it has to be in present tense, but um, you know, you can set an intention for the day, set an intention or an affirmation or mantra for your goal or desire that you would like to call in. So really they can be used for a lot. There are many benefits. And I definitely think our words have power, absolutely. I just feel like energy trumps that sometimes. So to circle back into the toxic positivity, where people go wrong with affirmations is they find out about them, they're like, fantastic, I wanna work with these, fabulous. Um, And I'm going to go into what, you know, the the issues that can arise with that. So the number one issue that can arise with affirmations is the toxic positivity side of things. Because, you know, I'm not saying this happens so much now because I think a lot of people are more aware of this. Um, I'd like to think they are anyway. Um, But most people are aware of this. And if they're a good teacher or a good guru or a good author or whatever coach, you know, I would like to think they're aware of this, that feeling is healing. And the issue that arises with affirmations is limiting beliefs and fears. The resistance comes up, which I'm gonna get to in a second. But what happens when we suppress that or ignore that, or we just think positive thoughts because somebody on YouTube told me I must only speak positive words and thoughts and I can't possibly acknowledge this horrible feeling that I'm feeling or trigger that's coming up, whatever. What happens is we then suppress that and then it goes even deeper into our subconscious. And it means that we're basically just avoiding stuff. So what ended up happening for me really early on in my journey was I loved affirmations, but I felt shit using them. And I was like, what's happening? I don't believe this. And just like that lady on my Instagram, I would have inner critic come up being like, no, you're not, or this is rubbish or whatever, you know, whatever was being said at that time. And I'd be like, okay, clearly I'm broken because everybody's out here living their best life, repeating their affirmations, feeling on top of the world and I'm repeating my affirmations and I've got this annoying voice in my head. I honestly just like, it's a little devil on your shoulder quite literally, isn't it? Um, Even though that's not how we view it, but it feels like that when you kind of first hear it and you're like, I just wanna be positive. And what I really found was the more that I 
try to push it out, that negative voice and be like, no, go away, F off. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Like whatever I used to do to bash it away or bash it down, um, you know, we all do it. And it just made it louder. Every time I felt like I was like, oh, that worked, I'm positive again. Boom, straight back to the inner critics there, having a go at me, piping up, chipping in, and I haven't asked for its contribution at all. And it would just get louder and louder and louder until it got too much. And one thing that really changed my journey for me but also my healing was when my friend said, you have to feel this, you can't suppress this, like you cannot bash it away. You're allowed to have negative thoughts. You're allowed to have bad thoughts. You're allowed to feel all of this. And just my friend telling me this was like a massive weight off my shoulder. Like every week I'd been going down this spiritual path, like ignoring this, thinking there was something wrong with me because I was having negative thoughts and I was like, gosh, Emma, like you're this really positive person. You're starting to teach this, you know, on your channels and stuff. And you're a fake because you're having these negative thoughts. And I wasn't. It was literally, I didn't know how to honor them because the information that I was given by, you know, like all the things and all the resources we find early on in our journey were telling me to do that. And not just me, a lot of people. So I think this was a massive pivot for me in my journey because from then I was able to be like wow when I witness and when I allow and when I just look at that niggling thought or bad thought or negative thought it disappears so if we do think 
you know, we do think about things, we do honour things, bad things don't happen. And it's true because the reason why that is true is because yes, our words create our reality, but this is why energy trumps all. Your consistent energy is what sets a tone and sets a vibe and co-creates. So this is why, you know, like when I'm on a podcast, if I'm giving examples of good or bad things to use as affirmations, I'm not gonna manifest that to myself because that's not my consistent energy or vibration. And, you know, in my head, I'm saying, you know, this is just an example, like clear, cancel and transmute this. So a really good thing to say, if you do have a negative thought that pops up, or maybe you do say something negative and you're like, oh God, I shouldn't have said that, just clear, cancel and transmute it. That may just be, you know, me being super anxious or just super, you know, like overdoing it. But for me, I'm like, do you know what? It puts my mind at ease <laughs> that I've cleared, cancel and transmute that. So I always find that that's the best thing to do. Like if you've said something negative or, you know, maybe you've like gone on a negative thought pattern and you're like, oh God, here I am. I've just gone down this whole scenario that's never gonna happen. And I was feeling so good. And now I'm here clear, cancel and transmute it. It's a great way to just clear that energy and just show the universe, you know what? Like I'm able to witness this, I'm able to feel this, but it doesn't need to be my consistent energy and I don't want that. I don't, you know, I'm not connecting to that or saying that I want that. So that's always good, a good fail safe um, mantra and affirmation to use um, when you're working with this. But affirmations can be dangerous because again, of this toxic positivity, because if people are just convincing themselves, now there is a lot of science and a lot of proven, you know, a lot of science behind why affirmations really do work. They help to reprogram the mind, they help to reprogram the subconscious. Saying them over a 21 day period, as we know, 21 days to change a habit, change a thought pattern, this is exactly it. So when you are saying affirmations in the mirror, when you are saying affirmations, um, you know, wherever, whether you're writing them down, saying them out loud, repeating them in your head, saying them in the mirror, we're creating a new thought pattern, we're reprogramming to some degree, because sometimes you have to go deeper, just FYI. But we are reprogramming to some degree if you are looking at the limiting belief and resistance underneath, of course. So I'm putting that disclaimer in there. It helps to reprogram if you are also addressing the core emotion, limiting belief or fear underneath, okay? So it reprograms the subconscious. It reprograms the mind to feel and embody that affirmation or mantra. So how then that reflects in the energetic terms of things means that when you're embodying that energy and believe it, your energy is going to emit that and your energy is gonna be like, yes, I am strong, I am beautiful. And then you're gonna attract those experiences to you that reflect the energy you are vibrating. So really, it's not the words that create our reality, to some degree, yes, but it's words are what our mind, our human mind resonate with, connect with, understand, right? It's our mind's language words. Whereas our soul is energetic. Everything in the universe is energetic, right? So our energy speaks before our words do all the time. Our energy speaks before we have introduced ourselves to anybody, right? We always, you know, you know what it's like when someone walks into a room, you can just see their energy and know what that person's gonna be like before they've even said a word. Energy says everything, right? So that's just an example of this in a really practical form. So energy introduces us and energy is what essentially co-creates our reality. So if we've embodied that mantra, that affirmation, our energy is automatically going to be emitting that. Meaning that if you're saying an affirmation or a mantra that 
relates to your desire, when you embody that you have that job with those nice, amazing people around you and you're happy, you're, you know, you're gonna feel that. So you're gonna attract that desire to you. So that's on a really practical level how they work. So we've spoken about one of the issues of toxic positivity and why that doesn't always help with the affirmation and mantra and manifestation process. So what then happens then? So let's use that example of the inner critic piping up. So what then happens when we repeat affirmations or mantras sometimes is sometimes we can just be like, yeah, this feels really good. This feels fantastic. And you know, if they feel fantastic, this podcast isn't gonna be probably that helpful to you. Like obviously there will be stuff in here like, oh, this is good to know. But if your affirmations feel good to you, you're doing something right and you should celebrate that. Absolutely. Um, And if they're not feeling good, it's not that you've done anything wrong. It's just, we just need to reframe this and try something a little bit different. But again, this isn't massively spoken about. So how would you know about it um, when I didn't know about it? I, you know, I went down six years of really deep inner work and learning about the subconscious, learning about all these things to think actually, no, this is why affirmations don't work when they're taught like that because they need to feel believable to some degree to work. And I speak about this in my book, Positively Wealthy, because again, affirmations are fantastic. I love writing affirmations, giving mantras, journaling prompts and all my work. But, you know, I do get those comments from people and people who are just generally confused and are like, everybody says they feel really good and I don't. And that is feedback from your soul. So when you're saying these affirmations and mantra, your soul is gonna, well, your body primarily is gonna give you that feedback. Your soul is always there, of course. But that inner critic, that ego who is counteracting you, who is putting you down, who is saying, no, you're not. And all those things that we know egos love to say to us, that is your inner child. And that is inner work limiting beliefs and resistance. So if you are not believing, because let's be real, that is feedback. You may think on a conscious level here and now with me that you do feel worthy and deserving of your desire or you do know that it's possible. But if you're getting that feedback on some subconscious level, now remember, you are your conscious level, you have your subconscious too. So the amount of times I have come across a limiting belief in my subconscious that I've had no idea about. And I'm like, no, surely not. Like, no, I've always thought I've been really confident there or I've really thought I've been worthy. Like, no, it does take you by surprise. So you may not always 100% know in the like here and now in your conscious self that there is a limiting belief or fear behind whatever it is you're affirming. But if you are getting that feedback from the inner critic ego slash inner child, there is something there. There is feedback there. There is a clue of where the inner work needs to be done because resistance, limiting beliefs and fears are coming up. So when we then realize that there is some resistance there, we can see why the affirmation probably doesn't feel too good and probably why you feel frustrated that you feel rubbish afterwards because you're like, oh, if my inner critic would just shut up, I would feel good. But that inner critic isn't going to shut up. It isn't going to shut up unless you look it in the eyes and say, why are you feeling this? So reframe your inner critic and ego to your inner child. If this is all new to you, I've done tons of free content on my YouTube and here on the podcast about inner child work. So go and have a listen to that. But when we reframe it to the inner child and when we then give the inner child compassion and we're like, okay, why are you feeling like this? So when you're doing it, if you get that feedback, just stop and just talk to your inner child and just say, you know, you can place your hands on your heart and just talk to them, you know, through your mind and just say, what's wrong? 
why do you not feel worthy of this? Or why do you feel that we're not this? You know, just ask them that question and believe me, they will give you that feedback. It may take a couple of attempts to just connect and get an answer. Of course, like inner child work is a process, not, um, you know, a one-step trick and you get everything. Sometimes you will, sometimes you won't. So just keep asking, keep inquiring, keep that conversation open because eventually they will open up about why they don't, or why you, you know, you're the same person, why you don't believe that about yourself. And it will give you clues and it will give you breadcrumbs to where the work needs to be done. So that's how you identify the belief problem. The other thing that happens, which is an also easier way to identify the belief scale without the inner critic piping up, because they won't always, is to actually look on the belief scale. So like I said, affirmations have to be believable to some degree for them to work. Now, the reason why that's important is because for the, ma- for the law of attraction to work, we have to always believe it to some degree. We may not be there at the 100%, 10 out of 10, I believe this stage, but we have to be high up enough on that scale to believe it to some degree for our energy to manifest that. We then do that extra work as we go along that manifestation process to fully embody that, right? So the belief does have to be there to some degree for them to feel good and for them to work and for them to manifest in your life. So I want you to rate your affirmations. I want you to rate them out of a scale of one to 10. Zero being, I don't believe this at all. And 10 being, I fully believe this. And I want you to rate the affirmations you're using at the moment. And if you're not using any at the moment, and this is really inspiring you to, you can of course find loads of amazing affirmations on Pinterest, online. I've got some on my blog posts you can use. Um, There are tons of affirmations out there, but I actually really encourage people to create their own because I'm always happy to suggest stuff, of course, um, but actually sometimes the best thing can come directly from you because then you connect to exactly what you need and where you want to be from where you are right now. So I'm always like, make your own affirmations if you can, because they're gonna be so much more personalized to you and feel so much better because they're actually, you know, embodying the very things you truly want, not what, you know, 16 million other people want, what you want. (laughs) So definitely do um, create your own and have fun with it. I think some of the the funnest parts of affirmations is actually creating them and actually thinking, oh, how can I word this into a cool affirmation, which is in present tense and that I can repeat each day. So it feels more exciting when it's your own as well. So I do highly recommend creating your own. So rate them, rate them on a scale of one to 10, zero being I don't believe this, 10 being I fully embody and believe this. And then if it's a seven or above, fantastic. Keep repeating that affirmation and When it gets to a nine or a 10, then obviously you know that it's working and you know that it's good and you can just repeat that affirmation until it gets to a nine and 10 and then upgrade it if you'd like to or try a different one because you embody it. If it is a seven or below, then I want you to simplify it because if it's a seven or below on the belief scale, there needs to be a little bit of work and kind of bridging done first so that you can get to that place where that naturally feels like a seven or above. And then you can build up and feel good with that affirmation. So if your affirmations aren't feeling good, it's because they're not a seven or above. So simplify it. So instead of having a really fancy affirmation, like I am abundant and money flows to me easily and I'm a millionaire. And obviously that was not a flowing affirmation that was just a bunch chucked together but instead of something elaborate like that and you're like yeah that's like a two (laughs) break it down and just say I'm good with money yeah that feels like an eight okay perfect work with that one then so simplify the process simplify the affirmations and it will feel so much better to you 
Um, and you'll be able to then work with those affirmations till they get to that nine or 10, and then you can upgrade the statement to maybe what you had originally, or again, just a more evolved version of that. And then you're able to build up to that affirmation and feel so much better about it. So this is where people go wrong with affirmations. They're either not believing it to some degree for them to work. They're maybe feeling like they can't honor their just normal humanness of having bad days some days, feeling negative sometimes, having negative thoughts, like we all have them, it's normal, but we just don't have to let them impact us. We just don't have to let them take over our day. We can witness them, give them love, reassure them, again, hello in a child, and they just disappear. They just feel so much less intense when you can look it in the eye and say, I see you, I hear you, I love you. And the power goes immediately. So if you've had any really stubborn thoughts or stubborn limiting beliefs or patterns or um, feedback when you're doing your affirmations, this is the best thing that you can do. So like I said, please do create your own affirmations because they are, I think, the best when they come from you because they're tailored to your energy, they're tailored to what you really want to experience and they feel more personal, so you're probably gonna be really excited to repeat them. So where you can repeat these then, like I said, mirror work is phenomenal, and mirror work enhances the affirmation and mantra experience. I think in my opinion anyway, I definitely know it does for me, and I know it's worked for my clients as well. So if you can repeat your affirmations that you want to repeat each day in the mirror, 10 out of 10, fab, go the extra mile. If you just wanna write them down and repeat them out loud, fabulous, just as amazing. Um, I just feel that sometimes in the mirror, it enhances that practice because you're looking into your eyes, you're looking at yourself, it just makes it deeper. It just takes it a little bit deeper. But I understand that's not always practical for everybody every single day. But the important thing is here is to repeat those mantras over 21 days or affirmations because that really embodies it, as I said, into your subconscious. It rewires it and creates that new thought in your mind that says, yes, I am worthy of this or whatever it is. So I always say 21 days. You may not always need that for stuff that just need a little bit of work. You may not have to repeat that one every single day, um, but I would just say, give it those 21 days. Give it those 21 days and set that as your goal. Um, and I just think, keep it simple. Like I see people with a whole ream of affirmations every day and I'm like, God, that just feels stressful looking at it. Like, I don't know how you feel, but that feels so overwhelming. Like, how do you do that? And they're like, I don't, it's so overwhelming. So please keep it simple. Maybe just work with one, maybe just work with two. If you wanna work with five, great, be my guest. That sounds awesome. But make it feel fun and doable to you. Don't just do it because you feel like you have to and someone told you to. Like, even what I'm saying, if it doesn't resonate, don't do it. Like, do what feels fun because joy is the ultimate creator and when you're having fun and it doesn't feel like a chore it feels like just a really fun practice you're doing that's where the magic's at that is where the magic and goodness is at with affirmations and any spiritual practice to be honest anything we do in life it has to feel good it has to feel fun 
and it has to feel like that hell yes. So affirmations and mantras are so powerful. I have used them for so much in my life from changing like for self-love to, you know, build that loving relationship with myself. If I want to embody any emotional things, setting intentions for my day. I love using affirmations to manifest my day and my experience ahead. Um, there are so many things I've used affirmations and mantras for. Um, and I just think they're fantastic. Um, but sometimes we just need that little helpful reminder of when they don't feel so good what we can do to make them feel good again so I really hope this podcast has helped maybe give you some aha moments help to clear up any confusion and given you a clear path forwards of how you can work with affirmations and mantras to bring so much abundance into your life this year and forevermore. So a big thank you for listening. Um, I know this is a bit of a long one, but it went deep. We went deep, we got there and I feel like we covered everything and I managed to cover everything by circling background eventually. I always do. So as I said, of course, if you want to come and join the manifestation membership, the doors are open now. I'll put the link below where you can see all the information, pricing and details of how you can join us and have so much goodness this year. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week whatever you're up to and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week. Lots of love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.